You're tuned into an episode of Behind the Sign, sponsored by Office Sign Company. Welcome to another episode of the Behind the Sign podcast. I'm your host, Jack Yakowitz from Office Sign Company, and each month we'll invite on a different guest from the Fargo-Moorhead West Fargo business community, and today that guest is Chelsea Ewan, who is the communications coordinator at the Arts Partnership. Um, we've supported and been supported by the Arts Partnership. We're a member of the Arts Partnership and currently are enjoying their Art Works program. And we've helped with a variety of the art-related installation projects that have gone on through TAP over the years. Uh, in a business setting where I'm constantly meeting people that are senior to me, Chelsea is a true peer of mine. We entered our organizations around the same time, have been part of several of the same events and groups over the years, and uh, just pretty good friends too. So this should be a fun time. And walking in, we've got Chelsea Ewan from the Arts Partnership. Uh, Chelsea, for those of us who know you from your writing in the forum, your speaking on the radio, or your FaceTime on the TV, and for those who don't know you at all, when, can you give us a little bit of an introduction as to what your day-to-day is like at, at TAP? Absolutely. So like Jack said, I'm Chelsea Ewan. Um, I am the communications coordinator at the Arts Partnership. So. I am the person that's sort of the day-to-day amplifying of the local arts community. I like that. I, I connect with um, local artists and local arts organizations, kind of trying to keep a thumb on what they're doing in the community, whether that's an ex- exhibition opening or an artist reception or a performance or a production of some kind. So I'm the main person who is, uh, my job is to be circled in on all that in the community and there's always a lot going on. So I am never bored. My week, <laughs> my weeks in terms of content, I know the schedule, right? Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I um, every week I'm writing or or talking about something different, which is really fun. Sounds like a full plate, but a lot of uh, a lot of good opportunities for you plate. too. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, so we run into this a lot with Office Sign Company. The name does great for search engines, but otherwise, it's a little bit limiting in the fact that people don't know everything that we do, everything that we produce. Um, and the Arts Partnership, you guys are involved in quite a bit in the community, from arts advocacy programs yes. to regranting. Can you try to succinctly describe what the day-to-day is like for your organization as a whole? Sure. So we, um, I'll, I'll kind of talk about the mission a little bit because that adds a little sure. bit more context. But the Arts Partnership, our mission is to cultivate the arts in the community, which we do through our three core values. We support local art and the artists who make it. We amplify the arts role in a, in a vibrant economy and promote a creatively enriched community. So we, everything we do is falls into one of those three buckets, if not all three. Cool. So we communicate about the arts, which is a lot of what we do, uh, what I do, I should say, but my, uh, the president and CEO, Dana DelVal, she does a lot of communicating as well. And so does Tanya, the director of operations. Yep. We're all communicating, right? It's kind of part of a job, but it's important. Um, the, in terms of external communication, that's me. And then we advocate for the arts. We uh, provide networking opportunities for local artists and arts organizations. And then we give grants, like you said. So that really is in a nutshell, like what you said, what we do. Sure. And then we also have some of our own programming too. So we, we have our artworks program, which Office Sign Company is oh, participating yeah. in right now. Yeah, yeah. And we have our community supported art program, which instead of a basket of vegetables, like a community supported agriculture program, you get some art, which is very fun. We, um, we also have our, um, we operate Apta Creative Incubator in downtown Fargo. 
And then, um, and Chalkfest. I was like, I'm missing one. <laughs> Chalkfest, yeah, the uh, yes. most fun one. Yes, That's awesome. exactly. That's a really fun day. That's That really falls into the accessibility piece of what we're passionate about is making art free and open to everyone and all. And, and Chalkfest is one of those programs to, to do that. Sure, very cool. And I introduced this, this kind of a man behind the curtain moment, but uh, when I recorded the intro to this, you weren't in the room <laughs> at that point in time. Um, and then we, we splice it up. Uh, but... As, as for our uh, introduction, I was talking a little bit about um, how you're a true peer of mine because we kind of entered the working world at similar points in time. We were in kind of similar positions. And uh, you started at the Arts Partnership at the tail end of my involvement on the board. Right, uh, but yes. For the, for the three years, three plus years that you've been a part of the Arts Partnership, what has been the single biggest change that you've noticed in your organization um, over that period of time? That's a great, great question. So I, I think what I have seen more um, in the last since I've started is just more awareness of what the arts partnership is. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that because, you know, a lot of what my job is, is a lot of consistency. And that's something that's one of my strengths as a communicator is just really being really consistent. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm the only person that has raised awareness no, of the arts partners. It's not just me. <laughs> um, but I think just as a whole, our three full-time staff and our part-time staff, we've really kind of come into our own as an organization and really sort of taken the reins of this is yeah. what our organization is and what it does. And you should pay attention to what is happening in the local For arts sure. community. So I think we've really taken some ownership in that and, and we're really um, developing as an organization and, and getting to our next level which is what we want we're just we want to get to the next level now right you always want to keep um, keep going and, and keep developing so. yeah yeah and one of the bigger developments that took place within the last couple years was aft obviously mm -hmm. that was a, a huge project collaborative effort between you guys Kilborn group and and I'm sure a few others involved too um, in the paperwork portion but uh, can you talk about what a creative arts incubator is meant for the community as a whole sure so we, um, we, APT is really, I call it kind of this grand experiment. Mm -hmm. um, it was a way, back in 2016, even before I started full-time at the Arts Partnership, the Kilborn Group approached us and said, we have this building would you be interested in turning it into studio space? And we said, yes, we are, because as we know, studio space for artists, affordable studio space for artists, is something that is really needed in the community. So we said, okay, we'll take this on. And over the last two or so years, it's really been just kind of navigating what it's like to operate a creative arts incubator, because it's really sort of meant to be this sort of kind of environment where we're just, experimenting sort of this like arts lab kind of where it's like it okay, has we that have, vibe inside it does where it it's really like does. you just you never every day is different and all the artists are so different we have painters we have jewelry makers we have podcasters we have musicians yeah yeah we have a couple of podcasters then dan there. i'm leaving you yeah jj jj meets world actually jj gordon oh, okay. records right. his podcast there which is very cool and tucker lucas it's the two of them that's awesome um, so it's really been just kind of helping facilitate some of these experiences happening yeah. but also watching to see how it works and if it works right um so i think that we can conclude that that 
that the arts an arts incubator is still needed in the community but when we entered into the opportunity in 2016 we we understood that it was going to be temporary right. so we will be moving out of the space which is at 225 fourth avenue north in downtown fargo we will be moving out of there by the end of june so we are still figuring out what that next step is some things are in the works but there's no um, official writing or no official signatures on papers yet so we are yeah. still figuring that out but we really if we want uh, we want to keep doing that if we're able to. It's, it's a really cool thing. Um, and one of the things that you guys have getting off the ground now is a business and breakfast series. Mm-hmm. been seeing flooded in my inbox. So nice job, <laughs> communications coordinator. Uh, and that's starting on Tuesday the 19th. Can you tell us what we can expect from that? Sure. So on Tuesday the 19th, we are launching this uh, business breakfast series. We received a grant from the Consensus Council. Um, so maybe before I explain it, I should give a little bit more background. So last year, our president CEO Dana DelVal, she she traveled to about 13 different cities around the country and she met with business leaders, chamber leaders, artists, people of all kinds of backgrounds to really just kind of see what they do in their cities and and find if there are pieces that we can bring back to Fargo-Moorhead. So what this series is about is bringing some of those leaders here to Fargo to talk about their own communities and how they've really um, used the arts in their communities as a as the important um, piece to a vibrant economy right like those as to our social and economic health in the community which we we know that the arts play a role in that absolutely so what this series is about is um is bringing those leaders here. The first leader is David Brown, who is from, he's the president of the Greater Omaha Chamber of Commerce. Oh, cool. Um, so he's coming on Tuesday, and that's going to be the first one. It's from 7.30 to 9. Tickets are $25, and you can find those on Eventbrite, and I believe we still have tickets left. So the okay. other um, other leaders will be, um, there's one in April and in May, and then it'll wrap up with our State of the Arts event on June 11th, I believe. Very cool. Well, that, that'll be a lot of fun. Is Des Moines, by chance, one of the yes. cities that, okay. Mm-hmm. Because yep. I know Dana used to reference Des Moines as, yes. as a city that's doing a, a great job yep. of leveraging the yep. arts. And There's a leader from the Quad Cities coming to speak. I believe um, they're coming in April. So what, What's the Quad Cities to the layman? Um, so the border of a... Iowa, kind of the Des Moines oh, area. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'll have to double it check. It goes on to show that. how often I'm down in Iowa. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so you're at virtually every event that I'm at, and and <laughs> I think that you know it is a it is a decent size of our marketing budget that is simply going to sending people out to events, whether it's AAF events or chamber events. Um, and I think there's a lot in this community to just being present and being a part of something. For you and your young career, uh, how much has just being present in the community impacted your ability to connect um, key stakeholders with the mission of, of your organization? Can you a- speak to that at absolutely. all? Absolutely. That's a great question. Um, so I, I absolutely heartily, heartily agree. So I am, of course, as you know, part of AAF, yeah. and I am part of the Fargo-Moorhead Professional Communicators. I am in. I participate in the Chamber Young Professionals Network, and I'm currently enrolled in a leadership program through the Fargo-Moorhead West Fargo Chamber of Commerce. Busy gal. Yeah, it's it's a lot on my on, on the plate, right? <laughs> but um, I that is one thing that is important. It's important to be out and just be seen and be participating in what things are go- and things that are going on in the community, meeting people from other sectors. Right. Um, so you're not always, you know, t- p- 
preaching to the choir, if you will. A lot of people that I meet haven't heard of the Arts Partnership before, which is fine. It's an opportunity to to educate right. them on um, what we do. And a lot of times, most of the times, I'd like to think they're like, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> so, yes, even just in that moment of just them meeting me and me meeting them, that exchange of information of what each other does is really important. And then later, you you might have think of an opportunity. Oh, we have this artworks program. Oh, um, you know, person A and person B, they work for business x maybe they'd be interested in doing that yeah. so just sort of being genuine about it not sure. being a salesman and pushing things that don't make sense no, I'm, no, no, I'm no. not that kind of person <laughs> um I, I i'm a, a natural relationship builder i'd say that that's one of my main strengths so it's just it's just i really enjoy meeting people too i find people really fascinating so what do you like to do what you know i yeah. I, I really really enjoy that piece of my job and i have found i i thought that that would be more difficult because i people are surprised to learn that I am an introvert I you know I'm still outgoing but I go home and I sleep because <laughs> I'm so tired from from seeing all, all these people every day but I, I really enjoy that so um that is really something that is important for my job is just getting out and meeting people and I really enjoy it yeah that's an awesome approach and I think you're basically the female version of me because too <laughs> like uh, yeah. I, I always tell people that I, I would consider myself a personable introvert yes. you know I because mm -hmm. What I what I learned is introversion is you know based on where you you garner your energy and exactly. so I I have to Thank go home you. I have to go home and recharge and you know don't don't try to talk to me at seven p.m. Exactly. on a Tuesday but uh, <laughs> out in my day to day job I can yeah talk with whoever if it, my evenings are full every every night of every week I I'm pretty cranky by yeah, Friday and I'm ready to go to bed it right. is it's a lot. Yeah, um, but I, I think that's also a cool approach that, you know, you really are just focusing on, on building organic relationships and not as much doing doing the salesperson act, too. I'm, I'm but terrible at that. So. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same. I, I don't know how to how to really do, like, the, the hard ask, uh -huh. you know. So I, I think that if you have great relationships built with people, it, it just the support happens organically. And, mm -hmm. and we've noticed that. We, we don't have any commission-based salespeople in our company yep. for a reason. Right. You know, it's, it, it kind of takes away some of the authenticity of, of the relationship. Exactly. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, very cool. Um, so for those who view the arts through kind of a narrow lens, can you talk about how many different facets of the arts community you guys are involved in? Whether oh, it's music, yes. theater, visual arts. What, what else constitutes as All art? All the arts, right? Um, so, of course, that, that, that is something that I'm still continuing to learn in my job, too. I always say, you know, I'm, I'm not an artist myself. I'm a communicator. And when I first came on at the Arts Partnership, I, I knew that there was a pretty good arts community here. Um, it's yeah. very it's very present, but I did not realize how deep that goes and the different kind of media. Uh, of, there are literally every kind of artist here, every kind of, um, you know, we, we work with, if you want to go visual arts, I'm putting that in its own bucket because that it alone is a lot of different arts, right? Yeah. But um, we have visual, we work with visual artists, we work with, culinary artists um do we have some breweries that are partners I with us we have yeah. um you know we have the opera we have the symphony we have the ballet we have uh, other dance companies i am um this did i say the symphony already i think mm -hmm. i did there's all of those those type uh, oh and theater of course that's the main one that i was missing because there's a lot of theater companies here in town but we work with every single kind of art that you can think of in the community and our you know our job like we say it's not really for us to it that we don't make decision on what is what art is good yeah we are the ones that want it to be out and just 
to be here in the community we we don't like review if you will we preview we want people out and and experiencing these things and drawing conclusions for themselves yeah because i think that there is a certain stigma about the arts like it's some you know the arts it's exclusive and esoteric oh yes and i think trying to break down that wall would be a little bit of a tough thing but like like you referenced i saw drecker you know as as a member of the arts partnership Mm -hmm. and i'm like i guess yes (laughs) exactly and there's a lot of different businesses that are partners with us like luna for example there's a full list I won't go through the full list because I I haven't checked it in a while (laughs) um but there are a lot of different um we we partners with us to be a partner I should say you should you should have be an artist or an arts organization or or a business or organization that has art Mm -hmm. as some piece of your organizational structure yeah um so that that's kind of what our we have we don't draw super hard lines on that by any means but that's that's kind of the the sort of boundaries we have yeah so Dana, your fearless leader, um, used to tell me that both you and I have a very unique role for our age, where mm-hmm. we're able to have so much autonomy and freedom uh, <laughs> yes. to make an impact in our organizations. And I know for me, that's the number one thing that I was looking for in my job. Can you kind of tell me what that's done to keep you in the Fargo-Moorhead community and, mm-hmm. and contributing to TAP? Absolutely. I I really appreciate that um, that Dana took a chance on me mm-hmm. and hired me full time back in it was October 2016. So I'm coming up on two and a half years full time. I was an intern yeah. for the spring before that. It's worked out for it has it has and it's worked out well really well for me. Um, but you know when I read that job description originally it was for a communications director mm-hmm. and I was right out of college. So of course I'm not it wasn't appropriate for me to be a director. So <laughs> they just shape shifted the the um, the the role a little bit so they could hire me and that I, I mean I'm still grateful every single day that that she took a chance on me because this job has been an amazing experience I I don't know a lot of people my age that can you know go up to the government officials and say hi how are you great to see <laughs> you again right I we yeah, met at again. a meeting last month and and business leaders and directors of arts organizations like I I'm connected to all of yeah. them and I'm very grateful for that I for sure. I'm very aware that that is something that not everybody gets regardless of age but especially when you know they're 26 and in the community and ha- to have that kind of visibility in the community is 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 very big. Yeah, no, um, it's huge, and it's it's really cool. And you talked about autonomy a little bit. I have a lot of liberty in my job. I'm the one that's that's looking at my calendar and choosing content. I don't have to run every tweet by Dana. I don't have to yep. say, oh, this is what's going to be in the newsletter. When she receives the newsletter, she's looking at it just as much as everybody <laughs> hey, else. Yeah, you got a spell in her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yours are good. No, I... I They're um, very thoroughly checked. I, I do try to be. I'm still human. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that, that that is something that I really appreciate. And that is something that's going to be an adjustment whenever I move on to another job because yeah. I, I can kind of do what I want for a lot of a lot of my yeah. job which is very cool yeah and it's uh, you know it's a rite of passage too mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that it, it took a, a period of time for you to get there and yep. get get the good graces you have to build, likewise build with, trust with Ryan <laughs> you know it was the same for me he had to <laughs> relinquish some of his control on some tasks yep. but exactly um, you know kudos to you for everything that you've been able to do and so when you when you reference right out of college so we're now coming up on believe it or not even though we're looking outside as more snow is falling down <laughs> uh, we're only a couple months away from people graduating from college again and we're back in that cycle what kind of advice would you give for current college students that are coming up on that graduation and mm-hmm. thinking about their next steps um, maybe mistakes that you learn from or advice that you can just impart upon those students as they're uh, looking for their next journey that's 
that's a question that I get a lot and it's something that I'm always considering because when you're fresh out of college it's scary it's a you've been basically trained for 20 some years of your life to have this routine and Mm -hmm. to have someone tell you what to do and to do it you don't have that anymore well i mean not like not like (laughs) okay here's here's how you (laughs) here's how to do things here's what we expect and this is how we grade you on this in terms of you have a rubric to follow we've had rubrics for the rest of our lives when you're in college and and high school and all that and to move on to a job um is a very you know i i had this as well i was still trying to work for an a even though i didn't have grades anymore (laughs) because i was kind of an ocd student and i had a 4.0 but i i wanted to i was still acting like a student in my job and dana's like done is better than perfect yeah sometimes right i mean there's you have to find that line you still have to be professional and all that you know no spelling errors no communicate please please grade me (laughs) no i need need this (laughs) i was happy to not have grades and now i look back i'm like oh wow i've come really far from that but that's just that's just an adjustment and just being aware that that's what's going to happen and that you are nowhere near going to know everything when you graduate, I mean, you may be some book smart, but then you're kind of thrown <laughs> out into the real world and you have to figure some things out on your own. But as long as you're aware of that and know that you will be a lifelong learner for the rest of your life, that then then you'll be OK. Yeah. You know, you don't don't feel so much pressure to to feel like when you go to a job, you have to know how to do it right then and there in your first day. Really good you'll, point. you'll have to you'll have to stumble through it a little bit. You have to make some mistakes. Um, sure. But that that's the nature of growth. Um, you're going to be uncomfortable, but that's that's where those really key learning moments happen. Yeah, it's kind of a goofy paradigm. I, I think about when I was graduating from high school and driving up to college, and I was playing Frank Ocean's Nostalgia Ultra album. <laughs> of and course like, you were. <laughs> yeah, a little, little teary eyed. I was like, oh, this is such a huge change. And then all of a sudden, you know, four years later, graduating from college. And you are just like automatically thrust into adulthood. And Mm -hmm. that that easily was the biggest change I've gone through. And, you know, now people that are listening to us are like, what are these 25, 26 year olds? I know. Wow. Just wait till you have your first kid. (laughs) I know. Right. Um, That's what I have to keep telling myself. I'm like, I'm still only two and a half years into my career. Wow. It's still a long way to go. Yeah, exactly. But I think you nailed it on the head. You're going to stumble a little bit and you just have to take things kind of day by day. Mm -hmm. And um, And put yourself out there. People who are like, well, I'm not getting in job offers. I'm like, well. Are what you, you going doing? and meeting people? Are you going to networking events? Are you trying to get yourself out there? A degree is kind of a commodity these days. I mm-hmm. mean, most everyone's entering the market with a degree. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, why do you think you are fit for this job? Well, I graduated with a marketing degree. Yes. Great, man. Congrats. <laughs> you and however many thousands yeah. of students, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's tough. Yeah, but that is that is a good point. There are a lot of opportunities right now for students that are, that are looking to mm-hmm. get involved in the community, start shaking some hands, yep. get involved in some mentorship programs. And, so. and keep in mind and on, on the the topic of networking whenever I go to a networking event I'm not like okay I'm gonna collect as many business cards as I can I'm like okay if I have a great conversation with two people tonight (laughs) I will be happy I I really think my business cards yeah me too Uh, I do too mine still has my maiden name on it oh yeah that's pretty (laughs) still the same information but (laughs) um yeah I so I go and I think Quality over quantity is way better in networking. That's where those that organic relationship building is going to happen because people can tell when it's like, hi, I'm so and so. And I realize that that's not doesn't come as naturally to people for you and me. We're we're pretty easily. I think we're personable, like we meet people and we're pretty comfortable with that. And I realize there are people that are shy and it's a little more difficult. But I think if you just kind of if you meet a few people and you'll get a good vibe from them. And if you say, "Okay, I this 
I'll move on to this next person <laughs> and chat with them. You know, it's right. really just about that. It's not about like, okay, how many business cards can I get by the end of the night? Or how yeah. many LinkedIn requests can I get? I don't, I just don't think that that's, that's really the right approach, but that's my opinion. No, no, that's, I, I share that. Um, I honestly approach networking the same way that I approach making friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. I don't want to inundate you with too much about me to begin with. Let's mm -hmm. talk about you. Mm -hmm. you know, yes, so. exactly. That's also another thing is have the conversation. Don't yeah. just talk about yourself and also don't let the other person just talk about themselves. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so you are a content creator. Mm -hmm. um, what do you find is the biggest roadblock that you run into when it comes to creating original content on a weekly basis? Because oh, I've a only question. I used to write blog on blog about signage, and at some point you kind of are like, "What? What more can I talk about?" Here? <laughs> yes. Do you ever have that? Oh my gosh, Jack! Yes, of How course. How do you work do. through it? That's a great question. So I have found. When I'm just really, because I get writer's block all the time, because I do a lot of writing. I try to write at least one or two blogs a week, and I also write for the forum, and then I also put together my my show for the Metro Art Scene with Bob Harris every Wednesday. So I'm creating a lot of content, yeah. um, a lot of words on pages. And I think how I get through that is I found that it's, sometimes I have to get up early and write. Um, my best writing times are from about 7 to 10 is where I can really pump it out. Nice. My, my brain's just at the clearest after I've had some sleep. Um, so just sort of thinking of my schedule and, 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 um, and when I work best. And also compartmentalizing, say, okay, from this time to this time, I'm working on this. From this time to this time, I need to work on this. I try to... That's how I try to stay productive, and I, I do still use a paper planner. I know that that's nice. kind of nerdy. old school. Yeah, very old school in that way, but that's just how I kind of keep track and keep myself going, um, and I do sort of editorial planning as well for my content. I look at our public calendar on our website and say, oh, there's this exhibition coming up. That sounds cool. That sounds like there's maybe an angle for a blog for that, yeah. or oh, this is a partner that I haven't promoted in a while, and they have something going on, so I'll prioritize them a bit, um, but I, I do plan ahead a bit which is something yeah, that helps good. and and try to think of fun things like okay this is happening instead of just talking about that it's going on and obviously tying that in what's another angle i can go with that yeah, that people yeah. might not know um for example i'm publishing it today but i was like okay the, the fargo film festival is next week instead of just talking about what films will be there what's a fun angle i can take with that so actually, my colleague, Christina Johnson, she created the um, the cover art for the Fargo Film Festival program this year. You may have seen it. It's the moon oh, with the marquee going in the yeah, eye yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. Um, but awesome. I asked her, well, I was like, what is that? And she told me it's, you know, based on this filmmaker from the early 1900s or this film from 1902 called The Trip to the Moon, where that iconic image is from. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay, so I'm sure I'm not the only one. So I'm writing a blog about that. Oh, about that's the awesome. story behind yeah. the the cover art, right? Inspiration can strike from from anywhere. Exactly, that's and and cool. I also think, okay, I f would find this interesting. Would someone? I'm sure someone yeah. else would. And trying to be interesting it. in that content. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Um, I feel like we got to talk about Noah Ford Dunker, and I know <laughs> yeah. this isn't a great question, but what a guy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> I know he's gonna listen. <laughs> Thanks, Noah. Yeah. So yes, Noah's just, become just a, a very dear friend of mine. Noah appreciation for us. Uh, last. <laughs> Is question. that a, that it? That's that was all it. you wanted. That's to bring what up? I wrote on the paper. <laughs> what a guy. Hey, Noah. <laughs> yeah, that's all. <laughs> Thanks for all you do. Noah's also on our board and on the AAF board. He's a busy guy. He's, he's a great guy. He's on so many different things. I know. It's insane. I know. Yeah. He works hard. Yeah, and he's really snarky. He is. I but know. In that's a, in what, a good way. That's the language that we speak. We're, we're both okay, pretty you, snarky people, so right, we, we, we get along in that way as well. <laughs> um, I've got one final question for you, and then we are going to get to a game. Um, probably the most important question I'll ask is, how can our listening audience support the mission of the Arts Partnership? Um, what's the final message that you'd like to get across? Absolutely. Thank you for giving me this platform. Yeah. Um, of course, read our content, follow us on social media, just kind of stay in the loop of the local arts community. Of course, we are a nonprofit organization, so we take donations every day, all year round. If you feel like you'd like to make a donation to us, you can do so on our website. Um, so just follow us, read our content, think of ways, uh, invite us to come speak to your business. Look at what programs we offer. Maybe artworks would be a great fit for your business. Um, maybe you'd like to purchase a share to community supported art. So mm -hmm. there are a lot of ways that people can be involved and you can be as involved as you want you don't have to do all of it right right um but even just to subscribing to our newsletter listening to our content reading our content and just staying in touch with what we do is a basic thing that i think people can do it's pretty it's pretty for you know most people are on social media these days just just stay in touch with us we we love to to engage with you in that way and if then think of some ways where you can utilize the arts in your business or your organization too because we can definitely help you with that that's awesome. Well, thanks so much, Chelsea. We are going to be back with the 20 and 20 game after a word from our sponsors, Secret, uh, our sponsors off the sign company. So let's <laughs> play an ad now. My name is Jack Yakowitz, coming to you from Office Sign Company, where I am part of the awesome team of individuals that helps create signs for your business. We offer free digital proofing. We try to challenge you a little bit to think outside of putting your logo into a box, but really make sure that your design and aesthetic that you're bringing off with your signage tells the story of your business and what you're trying to convey to potential customers. If you have a custom sign project that you're looking for help on, visit us at our downtown Fargo office, which is 310 NP Avenue North, or visit our website at Office Sign Company. All right, and we are back on the Behind the Sign podcast with Chelsea Ewan, communications coordinator from the Arts Partnership, and she's going to be playing our 20 and 20 game uh, just as a rehash of the rules. And Chelsea, first-time player. Yes. <laughs> um, so you've got 20 seconds to name as many items as you can in a specific category. So I'm going to tell you that category right before I press start, and then you can, in those 20 seconds, say as many things that fall within that category as you can. Uh, for every item that you name, we'll give our customers a percentage off their next order on OffSignCompany.com. So oh. huge stakes. Probably, oh my gosh, Probably no the pressure. biggest part of your day. Um, <laughs> just so you know what we've had in the past, uh, the first week, Josh Ulrich got 10, so it was 10%. And the second week, I think Darren only got 8. Uh, Darren didn't do very well. But, <laughs> oh, no so, pressure. So that's the precedent, and you gotta okay. you got to pass that. If you name more than 20, still the max amount that we'll give our customers is 20%. Okay. When they use promo code 20 and 20 on officesigncompany.com. So you think you understand it? I think so. Okay. I'm going to put 20 seconds on the clock, and the category today is breweries in North Dakota and Minnesota. Okay. All right. Ready, set, roll. Drecker Brewing Company, Junkyard Brewing Company, Fargo Brewing Company, Killstone Brewing Company, Surly Brewing Company, um, Summit, uh, Fulton, um, Half Moon Brothers, oh, Rhombus Guys Brewing, um, 
also what other breweries have we been to? And that is it. Oh, that's ah. only 20 seconds. Oh, it actually went off. Yeah, it goes quick. Oh, wow, that does so fast. What did she get? Nine. Nine. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, I was like, oh, there's one that I'm missing. I'm glad that I said rhombus because my husband works there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty important. Yeah. Well, you did a good job. So, uh, customers who are listening, if you use the promo code 20and20 at officesigncompany.com, you will receive 9% off your order until the end of the <laughs> month. Uh, we'll try to do better next I time. I got one better than Darren, though. One better than Darren. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, I'm glad that I'm a beer drinker so I could at least have some. I, if you're I not a beer thinking, drinker. Ooh. I know. I was... Well, I try to prep it around the person. And so I was like, I think Chelsea likes going to breweries I a do. little bit. I think I've seen you at a couple. So, yes. Uh, anywho, that's all we got. Anything else? No. Thank you so much for this opportunity. This is very fun. Awesome. Thanks, Chelsea.